Thursday. It is Impact uh, Thursday. Um, Impact Day. Uh, hey, putting out this uh, this podcast a little bit late again, but it, that's how it is when it's summer. My, exactly. Yes, my name is C. Mary Holtman. With me, I have uh, my constant partner, Nick Anderson. I am also uh, here with uh, my cat, but I don't think he's not going to talk. <laughs> So, Nick, uh, the first uh, impact after Slammiversary mm-hmm. usually kickstarts new uh, new storylines and stuff like that, usually after a big pay-per-view. Uh, there's also some news, uh, impact news, uh, but uh, we can talk about that later uh, pertaining mm-hmm. to Alberto El Patron. That happened yep. this uh, past uh, just these past couple of days. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see if you have an opinion about that. Yep, yep. So uh, we're going to start. Uh, we're going to talk about Impact that was on the sixth of July, two thousand seventeen. Uh, how did you like this uh, kind of? Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Like this. Well, this episode, the follow-up episode, the fallout to Slammiversary. Um, I think it was pretty good, man. Um... To be honest, uh, I think they did pretty good, uh, you know, for being like after a big, big pay per view. Uh, there were, you know, some good um, matches here and there. I didn't see that many boring ones, but yeah, I think they did it, you know, all right. I think really, I think this now my my cat's jumping up in the windows and not succeeding in he's he's uh. He's a dumbass. But anyway, I think that this was exactly the kind of episode that was needed. You know, you need to digest Slammiversary a little bit. And this was kind of like a, you know, yeah, not too much happened, but enough happened to get you interested. The matches were really good. And I'm excited about the start of the Super X Cup. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. So we started with the um, with LAX in their clubhouse. Conan uh, yeah. says he's going to present the newest member of LAX. He basically, the thing with, with Conan is I find that he does say the same thing like almost every time. <laughs> well, yeah, that is kind of true. Yeah, he pretty much, yeah, he says all, you know, the same thing in every single episode. Uh, he, and he, it's like he comes up with one new thing. Like at Slammiversary, I think it was, or if it was before Slammiversary, he was saying that they were the little blue pill. That's why they stay so hard. And then and and then he uses that over and over again. It's like uh, it's um, it's uh, interesting. But anyway, so so they're going to reveal the newest member of LAX at the end of the show, or or that's what they did. They yeah. say that we're going to show you. We're not going to tell you. 
So they had a bit of a Slammiversary recap, and then it was celebration time for El Patron. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes out with his title, celebrates the, you know, um, he introduces the brother and father. Yeah. Um, it was funny, man. He said, like, you know, if anyone want a piece of Alberto, you know, come and get it, you know. I have a problem. That was pretty cool. He was like, you know, anyone, you know, anyone <laughs> want to fight me, I'll fight back. Um, and, you know, talking... You know, talking good stuff about him, obviously, and uh, yeah, you, I guess Bobby didn't like that. No, I mean he does put but put uh, Lashley over. Says that I mean uh, it was the fight of his life, you know, mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. Bobby, and it was a good match. So I mean, you can't. I think I don't think you can deny that. Uh, yeah. What What I thought was interesting is he says that like uh, that his brother, uh, hijo de dos caras. He was going to be able. He was going to get to show what he can do. So I don't know if that means. Do you think that means that we're going to see uh, El Hijo de Dos Caras uh, in Impact as well? That could be the case, but I'm not too Alberto. I mean, from the same family. No, I mean, you've had brothers before, but I mean, I guess maybe right. maybe in a tag match or something like that. I don't know. I mean. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, that, that could be the case. And I don't know, he, he said that his brother was really good, so... <laughs> I think his brother is good, but, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, Lashley, as you say, he doesn't like that. He comes out and says that he didn't, he didn't do... He didn't have any, like, celebrations when he won. He just, you know, <laughs> won, and that was it. Um, yeah. And uh, he says that the the win was just a fluke. Uh, oh yeah, he Saying talks. That, you know. He talks about it a bunch of crap about El Patron's family, and then he oh, yeah. he says that he's going to build a wall to keep them out. Yeah, he was like, I don't know if you guys are even allowed to be here. I mean, that was that was deep, man. Yeah, I think he. I think it was funny because. Here, Lashley actually, he really brought it here. You know, he's always been talking about how he's undefeatable. He's beat every beat everybody. Yeah. Uh, and now he gets beaten, and now he's like, well, you got he. I mean, I, I like the fact that he kind of changed his the, his way of of talking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting um, all Donald Trump on them too. <laughs> Pretty much, man. And you know his. Uh, Alberto's father didn't like that, but he like uh, bitch slapped him. Yeah, he bitch slapped Lashley. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You know? Can you imagine? I mean, those guys are wrestlers, so they're big. I mean, they're big. And you, I don't think you appreciate how big they are when you yeah. see them on TV because they're standing next to each other all the time. But can you imagine if you were standing next to Bobby Lashley? No, oh, I wouldn't. I mean, holy shit. Uh, uh, he's like a tag, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he's probably as wide over his shoulders as you are tall. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, I know what you mean. And yeah, that wasn't really a smart move from his father, but at the same time, I mean, he fucking insulted actually their, their whole family. So. Yeah, that's uh, true. What wouldn't you do? Some Mexican justice. Anyway, Patron says that they should fight tonight. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, did you get excited about that? Seeing because this would be the third time we see Patron and Lashley fight. I mean, I think it was a bit too early, and I mean, we just saw the, a match in Slammiversary, and he just got title. They wouldn't really. I mean, you wouldn't really think. I mean, I wouldn't think that Bobby would ever get it because that, that's like the same thing you said in the last episode that it wouldn't take Sergeant Joe's title that quick. No, and give it back to Loki. So that's what I was thinking here as well. They can't just take Alberto's title this quick. Um, but sure, and, I mean, and that kind of is TNA would do that before they would have like the same match. That they matches that they they would have like return matches on the episode after the pay per view, so it's actually unnecessary to see the pay per view because you'd see the same match again on TV. Uh, so, and but I figured that the new GFW regime would know better, so I was kind of thinking something's going to happen tonight. Yeah. So that was it. The match was set. Main event. Uh, we have a recap of what happened earlier in the day. Uh, Josh Matthews and JB meet with Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard here, completely okay, not talking at all about why Bruce Pritchard wasn't around. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, they didn't even talk about that. So we'll see if they... Uh, Bruce Pritchard now sporting like some form of goatee from the 90s instead. I guess that's why he was saving his beard. He wasn't shaving in India. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, basically says that, you know, the same thing as he always says, like, JB and Josh, you guys fight one more time, you guys are fired. Hmm. And then he's like, you know what? Yo, Pope, you will also get fired <laughs> if they start fighting. <laughs> Uh, the Pope, Pope getting getting uh, uh, grilled by proxy, and uh, I just guess he does that so Pope will also care if they start fighting. Probably, is that what your yeah. parents do? They punish you as well when your siblings are fighting. I mean that doesn't really happen, but I mean if if that would happen, I would you know make sure nothing happens <laughs> in between those two. Then. Uh, <laughs> So I think it was a pretty smart move of Bruce. Then we came to our... This was quite a long time. I think it was like 20, 25 minutes until we first saw the first match. Uh, Yeah. Which was fine, though, because after that, we basically saw quite a bit of matches. Yeah, exactly. So we had Caleb Conley versus Sanjay Dutt in a non-title match. Uh, How did you like this X-Division match? Um... Now when I've seen Sanjay and I've seen what he can do, I was pretty sure that he would dominate the whole uh, match, which I think he kind of did. I mean, Caleb did some good moves. I was pretty surprised. I think... He, uh, yeah, you, uh, go ahead. So, uh, he uh, he got some really good moves. But, uh, I mean, against Sanjay Dutt, Sanjay Dutt is pretty good now. Uh, from what I've seen in the few matches of Slammiversary and whatnot. So, I was, yeah, I was pretty... Uh, Surprise. I thought that this was a really good match. Caleb Conley is just showing more and more what he can do in the ring. Um, uh-huh. And I think this is really good. Um, this was a good showing for Caleb Conley. That wins, though, in the end. Uh, and it is a vehicle because some, something happens after the match. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, um, I don't know, Sanjay won pretty much. And... Uh, 
I guess Trevor Lee didn't really like that, so he comes out and beats the shit out of Sanji Tuck, and yeah. then leaves with the title. He takes the title and says that he's the X Division t- <laughs> champion now. I mean, how can you do that? I mean, what? And no one does anything. Security guards, nothing. He just ran away. He's a sneaky guy. So, so I mean, he has the title now, so I guess uh, somehow they have to find him now and get it back. And yeah. <laughs> I think we'll find out tonight. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we had an interview with uh, the Veterans of War who have returned, the returning Grado, and Eddie Edwards. Uh, yeah. Now, you haven't seen Grado before. No. No. He's uh, he's uh, the World of Sports champion. He's a, he's a big deal. He actually came... Um, there, there used to be a show called British Boot Camp, uh, which was kind of a reality show where Impact were, were looking for uh, new talent from from uh, the UK. Uh, Rockstar Spud got his job through that the first season. He was the winner of the first season. Marty Skrull, the winner, the villain, who is in ROH, he was in that show too uh, in the first season as Party Marty, but he didn't uh, he didn't uh, win or he didn't go on. Uh, but now he's doing his his own thing very successfully. I would might add in ROH in New Japan, and in the second season, uh, Grado uh, was in it. So that's how they got all their mem- I mean, the contract. Well, they, they would get the winner would get a contract, but Grado didn't win. He actually got booted off. Um, but. He's such a. The thing was that Grado, he was kind of in there as like a comedy character. I think he was already hired by Impact at that time. It's just that they put uh-huh. him in there as like a, a like a funny guy. I I get you. But Grado is uh, he Grado's actually in the, within the wrestling world. He's um, which is you know the wrestling world that isn't WWE. He's kind of a big deal because he's kind of like this funny working class uh, Scottish crazy guy who. <laughs> Who who uh, just goes around and is 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 funny? So yeah, <laughs> which you might have realized as he was walking around screaming USA in his Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> he, he, he has a Scottish accent. He's like from the UK, and then he goes like America. Really? <laughs> That's just his thing, though. Uh, but. Um, he he's funny though, so like yeah, like like you say, he he, he brings the uh, you giggle, you know, it's funny. Yeah, uh, and then before and so they have like this interview. They just say that they're Team USA, they're gonna win, whatever. And then all of a sudden, uh, there's like this this they pan off to a big guy who's working out in the corner. <laughs> now who the hell is that guy? I was about to say who the hell is that guy. Um, I thought it was compete to uh, together with Wizards of War, but at the same time, there are already four people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eddie, Grado, and Wizards of War, so I really don't know. Is that like a sneak peek? I, I, I don't know, because the thing is, I think it was, if you go to EC3's Instagram, he uh, has a video of that guy eating in the catering backstage. <laughs> Where does he come from? I don't know who he is, but it makes me interested in finding out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, so, so we might get see that in the next episode, maybe. 
Uh, so we get to the Atomicos match, which is Eli Drake, Chris Adonis, Falaba, and Mario Bocara versus Veterans of War, Grado, and Eddie Edwards. How did you like this match? I mean, I think, to be honest, I think, um, well, Grado was a bit just a bit funny, but Eddie did pretty good, man. I was really satisfied with Eddie's work. And the same goes for Veterans of War. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Eli Drake and... Uh, yeah, Elon Jake and Chris um, could have done a lot better. I mean, I've seen a lot better from especially Eli Drake and Falabar just sitting there staring at people. The <laughs> uh, to be honest, and he, he fell, fell down, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was, I think it was just a, a, a way to get people who, like, obviously Drake and, and Edwards and Adonis were. On Slammiversary, but I think it was just a way to get more people in, showing like you know these guys are still in it. They probably have plans for them the rest of the tapings, and they felt maybe it was unnecessary to bring them in and not have them on on a show. You know, uh-huh. I thought it was I thought it was good. Uh, I liked it. I mean, it was entertaining. Um, Edwards yeah. uh, hits the Boston Knee Party to win it, and then Joseph Park comes out. Oh yeah, uh, that was. Uh... I don't know. Uh, basically, yeah, uh, Joseph Park comes out uh, back in his character, obviously, and shows Grado a paper, and Grado starts crying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was actually getting a little bit worried that this was we we're going to see the end of Grado here. That he was going to get like, oh, he isn't allowed to be in the states because of a visa or something like that. That's why he was serving him papers, you know. Um, but, but that he's not under contract. So I felt weird that did they bring Grado in just to write him off Impact Wrestling? Because I don't want them to. I want to see more Grado. I like Grado. Grado's popular. Yeah. So uh, I, I was just a little bit worried that this is, was a way for them to get rid of Grado. But I hope not. Uh, Maybe this is a different storyline. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I just, do, I, I just think it's to stress out the, the audience because. I mean, he is really funny and he's really good, and we've seen that from both JB and, and Josh like fighting with each other, and people like it. So I think they're definitely going to keep going. But like you say, you know, you, you get a bit nervous. You don't really know what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. We get to uh, the next match, which is Matt Seidel versus Braxton Sutter with Ali. Just, mm-hmm. just a game, uh, just a just a match, really. No, uh, I thought you know, Braxton was really good, but well, uh, and Seidel, Seidel beats him um, yeah. with a shooting stars press, and I don't know because after that, I mean, everything is what it is. Ali comes out and tries to comfort Sutter. Sutter gets upset. It seems like he's frustrated. I'm wondering if we're looking at like a turn from Braxton Sutter. Um, yeah, because they have been pushing Braxton Sutter. But the thing is that he hasn't really gotten to that level. You know what I mean? He hasn't had a, a an X Division title shot yet. Yeah. And maybe we're going to see a story. What I would do with Braxton Sutter is I would be like, he was in there. They brought him in. He's been in the X Division. He's been winning. And then they keep bringing in new guys. 
now you're seeing Matt Seidel. He's getting more of a push, or he he's winning, and uh, Desmond Xavier, all the people in the Super X Cup, and maybe we're gonna see that Braxton Sutter is getting frustrated uh-huh. because he feels like he's getting ignored. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I was, I mean, at least you should be able to beat Matt, Matt Seidel because Seidel is kind of a bit new. You know, he has been now for a while, but. He should be able to at least get some dominance on him in a match, but he still doesn't get that either. I mean, no, this is definitely. I think in this match, and I think that was probably the point. But in this match, I didn't see Braxton Sutter as any form of contender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get another LAX vignette talking about who the new member is. Again, they're just uh, re rehashing that. And then we get the Super X Cup tournament announcement. And this was good because this is I was afraid that they were going to start having Super X Cup matches. Uh, and they weren't going to... They, they were going to do like they did with the GFW Tag Team Tournament where they're not going to talk about it at all on, on TV. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so this is who the, the contestants come out. Um so we have in round one, we're going to see Sammy Guevara, who represents Cuba, versus Drago, who represents Mexico, Mexico and AAA. I can say uh, I've seen, I saw Sammy Guevara in the first season of Style Battle. And okay. style, style Battle is what uh, there's a, a wrestling company called WWN, World Wrestling Network. And Style Battle is like one of their shows. They have several different shows. Evolve is under that. Uh, F- Full Impact Pro is under that, and mm-hmm. and the uh, style battle is basically they take wrestlers who have different wrestling styles, and then they have a winner. So, uh, so every kind oh, of yeah. tournament. And so I saw Sammy Guevara there, and I mean he is he's young, and I think he's talented. Uh, there were rumors that they were going to bring him into Impact. So hopefully that they can like they'll keep him in Impact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drago yeah. obviously from from Triple A and uh, famous from Lucha Underground. He showed his tongue action this time. <laughs> Disgusting. <like that. laughs> I wonder how it is to wrestle with that thing in his mouth. I mean, he had to keep that in his mouth until that moment. I mean, what? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we had ACH from Chicago uh, representing AAW. Uh, ACH uh, finished up with ROH not that long ago. Uh, versus Andrew Everett, who represents Impact. Uh, we have Ishimori from Pro Wrestling Noah and represents Japan versus Davy Richards. Now that match is going to be off the hook. I'm saying, okay. I'm telling you now, Ishimori versus Richards, that's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I, could, I mean, uh, I don't know about the other guy, but definitely Davy Richards. I think he's really good, even though I don't like it, but... I could see some craziness in that match. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what I would like to see from it is a little bit more of the Japanese style, the strong style, more like kicks and uh, hits. Because yeah. uh, I've uh, seen yeah. David Richard. He, I mean, David Richards is a strong style wrestler. We don't uh-huh. see that much from him in Impact that kind because it's Impact and it's more of a, adapted to like the American style. Um, yeah. And then Desmond Xavier versus Idris Abraham, who also represents Impact, the Can-Am Dojo, as well as Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get into the first match, which is Abraham versus Xavier. 
How did you like that? First, we get to see intro from Abraham and Xavier, and that's nice. I like that. I like how they they um, they present them. Um, so we get a feeling. Yeah, yeah, for who that was, they... yeah, yeah. I know what you. Yeah, it was a pretty good presentation. Um, but the match, you know, it was it was a good back and forth. Both did all right. Um, it was the longest match we've seen uh, from Abraham. Uh, at all, I mean, that was the longest match we've seen him in. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but I think both did really good. I mean, I don't know if there was really anyone dominating the other guy. Uh, I thought it was no, actually, and that was good because uh, I think they're pushing. They want to push Desmond Xavier, uh, and I think it was right to give them just as much offense. Okay, because I think that that uh, that Abraham. It would have been easy for this to be a squash match where Abraham wouldn't get anything in, uh, but it wasn't. Uh, I think he got a fair share. Now, I, I just want to ask: as somebody who has uh, Arab uh, lineage, like you uh-huh. do, how do you uh, like the portrayal of of Abraham as an, an Arab wrestler? I mean, because it's easy to make Arabs the bad guys in a wrestling; <laughs> they usually do, you know. I don't know. I mean, uh, you mean the guy with the afro, right? Yeah, Idris Abraham. Because he, oh, he, he was screaming in in Arab. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. I mean, I think it's I think it's a bit funny how he screams so much, but in reality, no one really understands. So it doesn't matter how much he screams, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, I mean, at least scream something in English so people can understand. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the afro hair thingy is a bit too much. Uh, he looks ridiculous, in my opinion, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he just sounds really angry, but no one really understands him. That might be maybe why he's so... Maybe, uh, he, maybe, he's, maybe he's saying really nice things. Oh, yeah, Europe. right. Maybe yeah. he's saying, like, that's that was a really good move. <laughs> yeah. That could be the case. <laughs> but I mean, do you, do you think it's is it better to keep him like this? Because I mean, as as most Arab um, wrestlers, this is a very low key wrestler. I mean, he doesn't really have like any Arab traits. I think his name uh, is written on his tights in Arab letters. Uh, I can't read Arab letters, so it could say whatever. Um, and I mean, and he doesn't really have, he doesn't have like a headdress. He doesn't pray to Allah in the middle of the ring like some, some Arab wrestlers tend to do. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think this is how you would like to see? I mean, does it really matter that he's Arab? Uh, for me, no, not really. I really don't uh, give anything. I mean, I don't really care, to be honest. Uh, but, I'm, I mean, if, yeah, I mean, I was expecting maybe more strength. I mean, Arabs always used to be this guy who just kills for anything, just destroys the opponent. But I don't know. I guess it's impact. I, I don't know. I mean, he's uh, he's all right, but I think the uh, the hair is maybe too much. <laughs> the hair is like, yeah. looks like a clown <laughs> in, some, in some way. They uh, yeah. Well. Um, they do have a match. If you get a chance to see No Surrender, uh, they do have a match mm-hmm. on New Surrender, uh, No Surrender as well. Oh, okay. So, okay. and that's as equally as good. Anyway, uh, Desmond Xavier wins and moves on to the second round after a spiral tap kind of move. 
he calls it a final flash, which we get to hear at the end uh, later when he gets yeah. interviewed. That was a good. That was a good move. You gotta admit that. Yeah, so, I gotta admit, I, I, I can't yeah. do it. I, I'm gonna go to the beach later and try it out from <laughs> three, three <laughs> meters. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, after that, we have an interview with Gail Kim, who says she has an announcement next week. Uh-huh. There's talks about her retiring completely from wrestling. Uh, I mean, she's in her 40s now. Uh, she's probably feeling it in uh, her body. It's time to move on. Huh? Yeah. And uh, then we have a promo for Mara Fuji, uh-huh. who we are going to see uh, next week or tonight. We're going to see him uh, against Moose uh, for the uh, Grand uh-huh. Championship. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. after that we have an interview with Moose, or just where he talks about that yeah. he's going to defend against Marafuji. That should be a good match, I think. I think both of them are well, well equipped for that uh, kind of match, the Grand Championship, the three round matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know. And there was a conference call with Jeff Jarrett yesterday, uh, which you can hear. I'm going to put it up. Uh, uh, Wrestling Inc. had a, has uh, recorded it and. Uh, put it up where, where reporters can can ask Jeff Jarrett questions. And one of the questions was if we're going to see if the Grand Championship is going to go go away, if they're going to get rid of it and turn it into a different kind of championship. But he said it's going to stay in its present form. So that's nice. Oh, happy days, yeah. It's, it's a different type of title. I mean, I like the fact that it's different with the three rounds and everything like that. It makes it yeah. for a different match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but uh, Boost doesn't get to stand there all by himself, does he? No, uh, you know, as always, there was this EC, EC3, you know, interrupts. Uh, yeah, you know, he basically interrupts and starts bitching why he doesn't get a title shot. Um, and, I mean, to be honest, I, I'm quite curious myself. Why does not EC3 get a title shot? I mean, just give him a title shot. Just give him a shot. Well, the thing is, he has to earn it. No, okay. I mean, okay. So, because I mean, I mean, you you can't you can't lose matches. Well, now okay, he won. He won against James Storm, so that's true. He didn't lose that match. Um, but it's like, for instance, like now at Great Balls of Fire that the WWE put out on Sunday, their pay per view, <clears throat> Roman Reigns mm. lost, I think, in an ambulance match. But oh. still, he gets he gets like to be in a number one contenders match. How does that work? That's true. Yeah, that is true. So, I mean, the thing is, you have to show your. I mean, this is the first match that EC3 has won in quite some time. So, yeah, that is a great point. Yeah, he has to prove himself better. Uh, but the thing is that Moose says that he has to wait in line. EC3 says he'll remember that crap. <laughs> He's gonna get a belt or something when you, you watch. Yeah. <laughs> then we had Rebel versus Sienna in a non-title match. Sienna with KM. Uh, this was also kind of like a nothing match. Didn't, this one didn't really do much at all. Uh, Rebel tries to hit a cross, cross body on KM, who yeah, catches um, her. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. I mean, you can't really. I mean, Rebel cannot compete against Sienna. You know this. You already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Sienna is really good. You know? Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. This match was all right. Yeah. yeah. Sienna wins with a guillotine choke. Oh, yeah. And that, that must be... Out. I'm thinking that's her new move now. Is it? Uh, don't you think? That's I her mean, new finishing maneuver. Yeah. I, uh, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have the main event, Lashley versus El Patron for the... Uh, I guess both the titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you like this match ver- uh, as opposed to the match that they had uh, uh, at Slammiversary? Well, I think the Slammiversary one was still better. It was a lot of action, but this one, there was some more plot twist here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you have Bobby, who uh, dominates pretty much Alberta. I mean, he's, uh, Alberta doesn't do that good in the beginning. So he dominates Alberta for quite some time, and... Uh, Alberta doesn't really get that many shots and no. moves into uh, to Bobby and Neil. I was pretty sure that this is it for Alberta. You know, he he's got he's a goner. He, yeah. He's gone. But there we go with the plot twist. He was just about to what pin or jump on the Alberta a bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> You know, LAX and boom, boom, fucking going gangster style, helping Alberto and... Yes, I mean, and now it seems like L- uh, LAX have adopted Patron as their new member. We were talking about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, do you I, think I that, never saw it. Do you I think, never saw it. Do you think it's true though, or do do you think they just went in there to? Uh, I mean, he was unconscious basically. I think I think Alberto is. I still think Alberto is going to somehow not join LAX because he is good by himself. He doesn't need to be in a, in a team in a in a group. So I still think he can do just fine uh, by himself. So I hopefully some way or another he's gonna like try to get out of their little group because I don't know I mean yeah they're LAX you know kind of Mexican guys you know <laughs> here and there but uh, what what do you think do you think Alberto should be in LAX? No, I don't think he is. I think this is a way for them to kind of just uh, do a swerve. Um. I think that they have a different member in mind, uh, and I think this was just to try to fool the, the audience. Mm, smart. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what would you give this? Those, oh, well, El Patron wins, basically, uh, <laughs> after a DQ. Pretty much. What did you think of this show? What would you rate it? C plus, really? I would give it a B, almost a B plus. I thought that this was a good showing. I, I enjoyed the matches apart from the women's with the knockout match. I thought that these were really there was fun. It was a fun mix of uh, humor, a little bit of intrigue. Uh, I like the fact that Super X Cup is back. My favorite match of the evening was uh, Abraham versus Xavier. Thinking that oh, yeah. Grado was the MVP of the match of, or of the show. Oh, uh, Grado. <laughs> or the fat guy that was uh, that working out was working out. <laughs> I'll give that MVP to him. <laughs> Backstage uh, training or 
that, yeah, I'll give a different to him. That, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what do you th- what do you think about the whole El Patron business? Have you read up on it? Do you know what's kind of going on? I'm not. Re- I'm not really that sure, to be honest. Uh, but I still don't think. I mean, there. I think. I just think that was a way to save his title, pretty much. Uh, and ha- have you been researching a bit on it? Well, I mean, what I know is that there was an altercation between uh, El Patron. It was said that there was an altercation between El Patron and a woman who was never mentioned, but it was obviously his his fiance Paige uh, oh, yeah. from from the WWE. And Paige says that what happened was that Alberto El Patron got into it with another a woman who didn't want he didn't want to take a photograph with her. So then there was a big deal, but other reports are saying that it was between Patron and Paige, where she kept saying that he was drunk and that he'd been doing cocaine for two days uh, and that she wanted to get away from him and she hated him. And there's also been talk from her family that she's been like, uh, he's been abusive to her, like physically abusive that he's been beating her and that they have the evidence and stuff like that. So, so what, what GFW and Jeff Jarrett did, uh, and this is also mentioned uh, in in the conference call uh, with Jeff Jarrett, is that Patron has been suspended indefinitely. He is still the champion, though. Uh, he has got suspended? But he's suspended indefinitely until they know uh, what has actually happened, the details of the I- investigation. Uh, and this won't have an this won't have an impact on the show as we go forward because they've already taped, you know, a certain amount of shows. So we'll still see Patron on TV as the champion, and hopefully by the time they're going to, they're going to tape new shows, uh, this whole he issue has been resolved back. and he's uh, been the suspension has been lifted. I don't know. It's not a business. What happened? You know, backstage. Okay. Shouldn't get suspended. Not not fair. But don't you don't you think that they need to know? I mean, if he's if he's truly been beating his girlfriend, if that's the truth of it, yeah, uh, Uh, yeah. Do you think that that's a kind of person that you want to have at the head of your company, as the face of your company? Obviously not. No, definitely. I mean, if you yeah, if you've been doing that, yeah, you have to check it out and uh, talk with others what's going to happen in the future and what. His career is going to go in uh, with uh, Impact Wrestling, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's sad. I mean, uh, <laughs> the first day Alberta came in, he showed his moves. Oh, mm, mm, I just mm, that was perfect. He, he his uh, his attitude, everything, just, just spot on. Yeah, I think it would be uh, if if um, this doesn't get resolved and he gets suspended, he continues to be suspended, or he gets he gets fired from the company because of this. Oh. Uh, I think that would be really damaging to to impact. That's a GFW, and that's something that they don't need. Exactly. So, so that's the thing. I don't, I don't think Bruce is going to take that. But yeah, it seems like he's abusive. Yeah, it's yeah. a hard question. It's a really hard question. Yeah. Well, Nick, we have uh, reviewed uh, this episode of of Impact. Uh, we'll talk to each other. Uh, maybe on Sunday then. Yeah. For a, for our next uh, sit down chat and review uh, of uh, of uh, of uh, Impact Wrestling. 
it was nice to talk to you and hopefully what what is it that you're doing well me i'm uh, in the mountains <laughs> in the mountains <laughs> i'm in the salem uh we're gonna like uh, you know go for some long walks like two miles 20 kilometers here and there or like ride a bike in the mountains uh, and i thought it would just be pretty fun to do that yeah okay um, well, you have to put some stuff up on your Instagram because I keep saying that you should follow people should follow us on on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and all that good stuff. All that will be in the show notes. But you don't ever put anything up. <laughs> I'm the guy who never puts anything up. Like in, in six years, I put up like three pictures, <laughs> and they're all of cars. Sad life hashtag. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta focus something on that. I gotta put some, some, uh, some work into that. Can't yeah. do it. <laughs> well, Nick, uh, thank you for this uh, this uh, chat. And as I said, everybody can follow us on social medias. My name is Chris Mary Holtman, and for Nick Anderson, have a pleasant uh, week. And uh, don't forget Impact tonight. Yep.